What are you What are you ordering, Tyne? I was just looking at my emails. I get a lot of marketing emails from different what, companies. Why is it that I, every time you're f- laser focused, it looks like you're on a mission? And I look at your computer, and you're just looking at Revolve or right. UI. How's it? Like, U UI Aoi. How do you way? Way the makeup way, brand. Yeah, it's way. It's from Jen Atkin. I like her as an influencer. Her no, that's company fine. Is way. That's yours. Talking to oh my the God, opposite sorry. side of the mic. <laughs> I, I don't know what was recorded. I wasn't paying attention. We're going to have to see post-edit. <laughs> Three years almost, Talia, recording a podcast. <laughs> and you don't know how to hold the mic. I'll get it how one day. About this? I feel fine. Let's get yeah. on with it. Let's get on with it. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl. Just lose some weight. Till I took the my own hands and reverse them naturally so i became a dietitian and help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself join a sister and a What's up, everyone? Hope you're having a great day. Today, we're going to talk about the five best exercises for PCOS weight loss. And if you're new to our episode or new to our podcast, I should say, I'm Sirak, the PCOS personal trainer, Tallinn. Registered dietitian. And we're here to basically give you new uh, information, topics every single week about PCOS. So, and if you want any resources, head over to our website, pcosweightloss.org. You can find a lot of uh, free resources, including our blogs, as well as our membership, our supplements, and all different kinds of information if you go to our website at pcosweightloss.org. And on that note, let's start today off with a couple of questions from our Q&A segment. Our first question is from Shireen. Her question is, hi, I have started to follow you and it's very promising. Woo woo. Woo. Could you please share how you time your supplements in a day? What time and combination to be mindful of? Thank you. And this may be specific to the metabolism plus bundle, but Tyne, how do you prefer to um, time the supplements and, uh, and the combination? Well, I have my supplements in my bathroom, so I take it in the morning. You know, I do my makeup, I do my hair, I take my supplements, I drink my water, and then I go downstairs for breakfast. You know, I take it with a meal. So I take it like right before the meal. And that's how I take my supplements. They're better absorbed when you take it with food. Yeah. So breakfast basically, preferably. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to start. Around, but like within 30 minutes of breakfast. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you want to start your day off with a bang, right? We always talk about how breakfast is the most important meal for the rest of the day because it basically dictates how your blood sugar will be for the rest of the day. So supplements, you're basically adding adding that on to your uh, morning routine. is just going to yes. make the rest of your day uh, as best as possible. Exactly. All right. Next question is from Abigail on Instagram. What can be the symptoms of lean PCOS? So lean PCOS is often associated with insulin resistance. If you have a lot of cravings, if you have a lot of stress and like cortisol dysregulation, this can be root issues of lean PCOS. And so I know we're called PCOS weight loss, but what we do is target the root issues of PCOS to help women's metabolism and help with ultimately losing weight. But that doesn't mean 
you know, a person with lean PCOS couldn't excel with our program because it's really just targeting the root issues and reducing inflammation, managing insulin levels and everything you're already dealing with. It just so happens that you're lean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, we, t- we talk a lot about, you know, losing weight with PCOS. And although that may be, you know, a large number of people with PCOS, there's still a certain amount of people who have the quote-unquote lean PCOS where that weight gain isn't um, there. But like Ty mentioned, there's a lot of, you know, symptoms associated with it still. Yeah. still you can still have irregular periods. Anxiety. Anxiety. Fatty liver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, that can still it be with... Yeah, like when you're insulin resistant, fat starts accumulating in the midsection. For some people, they remain lean, but their liver still is surrounded by fat, which is really awful for our hormones because the liver detoxifies and gets rid of excess hormones. Yeah. And if you want to learn more about lean PCOS, you can um, go into our podcast feed. We have a whole episode about it. Or if you like video version better, if you go to our YouTube channel, Um, at PCOS Weight Loss, you can find a whole video about lean PCOS as well. Yes. Great. So let's get started with uh, today's main topic, the five best exercises for PCOS. And the first one off, and just a, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a PCOS personal trainer. So this episode, I'm proud to just, you know, have on the podcast. Exactly. Hold the mic correctly. It was still a million times better than the way you were holding before. (laughs) Mine was just rotated 30 degrees. Anyway, so the first exercise, I guess I'll, I'll start, is uh, low-intensity workouts, low-intensity, slow-weighted workouts. Now, as you may know, um, our method is called slow-weighted workouts, where we basically incorporate a low-intensity workout strategy with weight training to really give it a great boost, and we'll, we'll kind of go into why. But basically, uh, one of the most important and best exercises for PCOS is low-intensity strength training. Now, the reason for that is it targets some of the really important root issues with PCOS. Number one is insulin resistance. 80% of sisters have insulin resistance, and this makes it really hard for you when you're doing really intense exercises. For example, for some people like HIIT, CrossFit, cycling, spin classes, um, running for several hours, what happens is... Um, your body dumps a lot of sugar into your bloodstream to use for energy during that workout. But because you have insulin resistance, it's not able to transform that sugar into energy and it instead gets stored as fat. So therefore, you want to focus on workouts where it's going to improve your insulin sensitivity and not dump a lot of sugar into your bloodstream. So a great example of that is low-intensity strength training workouts. This is where you're essentially um, improving your insulin sensitivity as shown in studies. And also, number two, you're improving metabolism. So metabolic dysfunction is another huge symptom driver of PCOS and studies have shown that strength training can actually permanently improve your metabolism as long as you maintain uh, your strength training schedule. Uh, The reason for that is when you have more lean muscle in the body, what does muscle want? Muscle wants energy. So muscle has uh, uses up more energy than fat. Fat actually uses no energy at all. So therefore, even when you're sitting still, you know, you're, you're working, you're studying, your body ends up burning more energy as a result of having uh, more lean muscle so again this is why we uh, created slow weighted workouts uh, to really focus in on these two root issues and just a third tip it also keeps your stress hormones low because you're not pushing your body to the edge of exhaustion where you're breathing really hard or your heart rate is going crazy so there's that added boost where you're um, keeping your stress hormones low while doing these workouts 
I'd like to chime in here about my experience with slow-weighted workouts, my life-changing experience, and many other sisters who have sent us messages after switching to slow-weighted workouts. Mm -hmm. So it's like sometimes you think that if you break a sweat and you're working really hard and you're running as fast as you can and you're cycling and you're like taking classes back-to-back, you're going to see all these results and the adrenaline rush is just driving you. And then afterwards... You don't see the results. You're burned out. You have so much anxiety for the rest of the day. You can barely drive home and you're wondering why the scale isn't going down. And when you're working out and trying to lose weight with PCOS, you have to think of your whole PCOS picture, the way your body works and doing what's right for your body. And so like Sirak said, the slow weighted workouts help boost your metabolism throughout the day. And it's without making you stressed out. You're lifting weights, you're building muscle, you're creating that muscle mass in your body that picks up the sugar in your bloodstream. And that's so important for healing insulin resistance and PCOS symptoms and ultimately losing weight. I felt like I meditated after my first slow-weighted workout. I couldn't believe that a person could lose weight without having like, you know, the most crazy workout at the gym and coming home pouring sweat. I mean, you still sweat during a slow-weighted workout. Like you'd be really shocked at how much you sweat without stressing yourself out. Yeah. It's just like, I feel so good afterwards. People think that I'm a calm person and I'm just like so zen all the time. Well, I do these things that keep me calm and keep me zen. Yeah. I don't stimulate myself in the middle of the day. Workouts are a big part of them. Yeah. Because women with PCOS struggle to bring their cortisol back down. So why, if we struggle with that, why are we running around like crazy people at the gym? Yeah. And I'll, I'll never forget how you were like really surprised the first time we worked out. The first time we basically did slow weight workouts, you were like, okay, why, uh, why are we resting right now? Like, why aren't, why aren't I running around um, until my next set? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are you talking about? Just, you did your first set of, uh, it was like maybe like bicep curl or it was like a squat maybe. Okay, you did your first set. Now we're going to rest 60 seconds and then we're going to do your second set. Mm-hmm. And, then you're, and then you're like, and what do we do after that? And then we, we rest again. We do another set. And then that's how we're going to do the entire yeah. thing. And um Pick up some heavier weights, challenge yourself a little bit. It's a very long-term approach too, of course. Like you say, consistent with it and over long-term. And when I say long-term, I just mean a couple weeks to some months. And you start to really feel like, oh, wow, like I'm losing weight. I'm seeing results, you know, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Now, the second workout that's great for PCOS is yoga. Me and Sirak and my sister, we went to a yoga class just the other day. It was a class that we took in between our workout days. So it was like an active rest day. How did you feel afterwards, babe? I felt so relaxed. Oh, yeah. So relaxed, flexible, like my body was like recovering. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was doing kickboxing classes in college and then my naturopathic doctor said I should stop and do something less intense. I signed up for yoga. It was drastic difference from kickboxing. And I lost weight fast because my stress hormones were nice and low. I felt really good mentally. And it was just, I remember feeling zen that I've never felt in my life 
after starting yoga and it was really hard because i was used to the adrenaline rush it was hard to calm down it was hard to do the poses and stay in one uncomfortable position after the next but then my body started getting used to it and i i saw the benefits i felt the benefits and i definitely want to go once a week in between my slow weighted workouts yeah i totally agree I mean, just, of course, like it has so much benefits on your back, your mobility, like just feeling better overall with your physical uh, self. But there's also studies that show it can help improve anxiety. Um, it can help imp- improve hormonal balance, menstrual cycles, and even uh, metabolic parameter, uh, parameters? Parameters. <laughs> parameters in women with PCOS, which is amazing because you're not, you're, not only are you getting this improvement physically, but you're getting improvement internally from your anxiety, your mm-hmm. hormones uh metabolism menstrual cycles and just some poses some yoga poses that we pulled out for anyone uh, who's a beginner or you want to just like do some stretches uh, in the evening uh, you can try a mountain pose a forward fold a plank pose downward facing dog or a child's pose those would be like our top five poses if you want to say to kind of uh, start if you're a beginner yes i remember when the class started i forgot what child's pose was and I know you I were like scrambling there. Around. Did you see me? I was sat I there, did. and everyone was like down in child's pose, and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and then I felt bad for you, I as if you were like my <laughs> daughter at school and my daughter who was confused in elementary. Oh my and then god! I felt you're bad such an empath. That my daughter is relax. Dumb. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> All right, Pilates. Just kidding. Another wonderful workout. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Pilates to me is like yoga in a way, but more strengthening. It's more of like a workout. Sirak's going to take a Pilates class with me at the gym. I'm going to get him to come with me, even though it's mainly girls. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'll still enjoy it. But I will say Pilates is great. And it's actually a great option for anyone who wants to get into strength training. If, if you want to get into slow rate of workouts, honestly, start out with Pilates. Yes. If you've never done it, if you've never done strength training. The reason why is it's much lighter weights. You do it mainly on your back, mm-hmm. and it just really helps your body get used to the act of, you know, carrying weights, pulling weights, movements, mm-hmm. you know, being in that a little bit of an uncomfortable position when you're lifting weights, all that. And it, you do that very lightweight, so it just it can really help you kind of slowly uh, lean into slow weight to workout weights or other strength training kind of workouts. Yeah, it's really a rejuvenating workout, just like yoga. Um, yoga and Pilates are my go-to 
other than slow weighted workouts. If I'm going to do something else than slow weighted workouts, it's yoga or Pilates. Yeah. Especially if you like classes. I mean, Pilates, there's so many Pilates classes. You I can, love classes. Yeah. I like to wear a cute outfit and show up to class. I know. That's why I mentioned the classes and Italian <laughs> shows up like the teacher's pet. She's like, I'm here. I made him sit in the front. He made me sit in the you front. You tried to sit in the back. I was like, let me sit in the back, like the, ex- the like the extrovert that I am. Introvert. Introvert. What am I saying? What's wrong with my English? <laughs> the third language I've we learned. Just haven't been in America all year. It's true. You forgot English. I forgot, okay. I, I forgot that I could talk to people confidently <laughs> without having to be like, eh, excuse uh, me. Excuse me. <laughs> all right. Light cardio, babe. Fourth one. So light cardio. So. Um, you might be surprised. Oh, wait, you can do cardio for PCOS with PCOS? Of course, absolutely. Cardio is still really important for cardiovascular health. Of course, it's important for uh, stamina. And it, it actually can improve insulin sensitivity as well. I know earlier we talked about how, you know, when you go into like long forms of running, intense running um, sessions, that's when it can affect you negatively. However, when you keep it moderate, for example, 30 minutes, I would say maximum 45 minutes of a cardio session. And that can be, you know, running. For running, what we recommend is to jog at a steady pace. So almost as if like you're on uh, cruise control, you'd be uh, jogging. And then another important note too is also breathe throughout your jog uh, deeply. So you want to be taking consistent breaths um, to make sure you're basically uh, like breathing normally throughout the entire jog. You don't want to end up like, running in such a way where you're barely breathing and you have to stop for like five minutes at a time because you're completely out of breath. That's going to signal to your body that you're under stress and it can cause you to have a spike in your cortisol hormone and it can affect your insulin um, resistance negatively. So you want to do like a moderate form of jogging. And the same thing can be uh, said for like bicycling, swimming, any form of cardio. Now, something that Tanya can maybe let you know is an underrated form of cardio that people don't even... consider cardio is walking yes just the other day the day that i did yoga before yoga class i did uh, i walked so many days that you just said <laughs> okay just say the other we day we went to yoga <laughs> but before yoga i walked on the treadmill at a 12 incline three miles per hour speed for 30 minutes 1233 method is that what it's 12, called 1230 the 1230 method And I love it. You're sweating. You're watching a show you like. Or if you walk in nature, that's wonderful too. Helps reduce cortisol. Great for insulin resistance. And you're not like running, panting for breath and having anxiety afterwards. So walking is the most underrated exercise mm-hmm. ever. Like people don't under... understand the impact that it has on your metabolism throughout the day and if you don't have time to walk for 30 minutes maybe you have time for a 10 minute walk after each meal breakfast lunch and dinner yep. that adds up to 30 minutes because walking after a meal helps reduce your insulin levels helps bring down your blood sugar and prevents you from having cravings later on mm-hmm. so if you're always craving chocolate after a meal just go on a little walk and you'd be surprised how that can really help you along with taking something like ovacetol if you're having terrible cravings so i think walking is super underrated yes and i also want to mention hit workouts because we forgot to mention those yeah so there are studies that show hit workouts help with insulin resistance and it's recommended for pcos women and for some people it's great 
And for a lot of people, I've found that it's not so great because insulin resistance is accompanied with cortisol dysregulation, stress issues, you know, with your stress hormones. So maybe it helps with your um, insulin resistance, but then it can exacerbate your stress hormones. And so for me, an alternative to hit workouts and that type of cardio is definitely walking, doing the 12-3-30 method, uphill, getting a good sweat, but not doing something as intense as hit. Yeah, of course. And while hit can work for a lot of PCOS women, it may not work for some. And what we try to do um, all the time is to let people know why it's not working for them. You know, you may be trying hit for months at a time and it's not working for you, but we want to let you know that the reason it's not working for you is not because, you know, you may not be trying hard enough. It could be your cortisol hormone, which a lot of times the, the HIT studies don't take into consideration is PCOS women who have cortisol dysregulation. So there's a lot of factors that go into it. And I believe even in those studies, some of the, uh, the times were limited to 15 minutes, which can, you know, kind of go back to what we were saying earlier about, you know, limiting those intense sessions. That's right. And, you know, I kind of messed up, Talin. I made a mistake because I thought the walking was part of the fourth best exercise, quote unquote, like cardio. But actually, walking was its own fifth category of exercise. So sorry about that. Uh, But before we do end that topic, just some couple of tips for anyone who um, uh, maybe you're going to get started working out or you already work out. Just some tips before you engage in any kind of workout. Uh, make sure one you're well rested you know that of course means um, you're not too tired before you go work out maybe uh, you're getting enough sleep things like that second you want to make sure you're hydrated this is really important for like if you have inflammation or if you retain a lot of water you know making sure you're constantly drinking water it's going to help you have more energy at the gym as well and of course reduce those other symptoms as well third is make sure you've eaten Uh, And you're not going, basically, if you're feeling hungry, you want to eat at least one hour before your meal, meaning you want to eat one hour after you eat before you go work out. Uh, Fourth is do a quick warm up before you do your uh, full workout. So that just means like getting some really light weights and just doing some presses, basically mimicking what you're going to do that day with some really light weights or body weight. And then lastly, make sure you're not like ignoring your feelings. So if you're feeling, if you're extremely fatigued, if you're not feeling right, don't force yourself to go work out just because you have to work out. Give yourself the time and grace and go on a walk instead. Maybe instead of going to the gym, you can go on a 10, 15 minute walk and feel happy that you, that you did that because those are all big accomplishments. So just don't force yourself if you're not feeling it. Instead, go with a walk or, or don't do anything at all and just go the next time that you feel is right for you. That is great advice. Honestly, do what you feel is right for you. Don't worry about, you know, I had this goal and I was going to do this workout and whatever and your fatigue got in the way. Don't worry about it. You know, focus on you and what your body needs. If you need a nap, if you need protein, what is it that you need? And on that note, shall Mm -hmm. we move on to the wins of the week? The wins of the week. First up, Sierra. Hello, I just wanted to thank you. I did the four-week workouts religiously before my wedding and got so many compliments. Thank you for making such a brilliant set of videos. I was sad when it ended. (laughs) Oh my gosh, and she sent her wedding picture. She looks so beautiful. You two look great. I'm happy you enjoyed it. Love your husband's suit. That's an amazing tie. And yeah, (laughs) both of you look great. Smashing, darling. You look smashing. Yes. Oh, your flowers are just like ours from our wedding. 
Yeah. She said that was sad when it ended. But just so you know, you have forever access to it. So you can just restart that four weeks and, and watch the videos again. But yeah. For anyone listening, uh, we have our four-week meal and workout plan. Oh, yeah. We should talk about it that. It is a full-length workout videos you can do with me and Sirak and my sister guest stars and my friend Liana guest stars. It's really fun. It's like 40 minutes of workouts with us for four weeks. Yeah. If you head over to PCOSWeightLoss.org, you can find that in our programs and then you can also in the sisterhood you can do workouts with us as well and when the app comes out you'll even be able to use like this player that we designed and work out from your phone yes exactly all right our next one is from rebecca sisters i am so happy to say for the first time in my life my period is regular I was diagnosed with PCOS 10 years ago. I always had periods all over the place. I'm still on my journey of following everything super strictly, but for the most part, I am about 85 to 90% gluten and dairy-free. That's amazing. Mm. I take my Ovastol as much as I can remember. She says, lol, I I often forget. And have a super busy life with work, a side business, school, church, and social time. So if I can do it, you definitely can. Also, I haven't taken any tests, but I, I can feel that I am ovulating, which is also new. Thank you, Tyne and Sirak. I cannot wait to update you guys when I hit my weight loss goal. And then she included a picture of her uh, cycle history. Amazing job, Rebecca. I mean, the fact that you can incorporate all these steps while going through, you know, your side business, school, social time, uh, church, a busy life, basically. um, And you're managing all your symptoms and doing this one step at a time. You're doing such a great job. Wow. I'm looking at her cycle history Sisters, this is so cool. So she started at a 52-day cycle. It went up to a 57-day cycle. And then the next month, it went down to a 30-day cycle. And progressively, it went 34, 30, 33, 29. Wow. And just look at her. She has been able to naturally get her cycles regulated just by following our method, healing her metabolic hormones, and helping her symptoms as well as weight loss. That's so amazing. cool. And keep in mind, uh, when the app comes out in a couple of weeks or maybe a month, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, when the app comes out, there will, it will have a period tracker too. So kind of yes. make it easier to, to track. Up next, Ishani. She says, wanted to share a small win. I am a week off of coffee and it's definitely easier to get up in the morning. It surprised me a bit because caffeine is a stimulant, but I feel so much less groggy in the morning now that I've cut it. Next battle, transitioning to dairy-free. I love that. One step at a time, you know, like whichever goal you feel is more feasible for you, start with that one. And if it's cutting out caffeine, that's great. You can slowly reduce it. You can cut it completely out, whatever you want. And look at yourself. Now you can wake up with full energy and not rely on caffeine. Yes. That's the goal. It's a, a great motivation for others who, you know, who may want to get off of caffeine and you feel like it's impossible. I'm just look at Ishani. She says that she has more energy in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's just, just kind of that early uh, when you get off of it, it's a little bit difficult. But as you get used to it, it's honestly like it's, it's like it never existed. You go, girl. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. That is the episode. If you want to learn more about PCOS, we highly encourage you to uh, go to our website, PCOSWeightLoss.org. You can find our blogs. You can find the scissorhood, our four-week meal and workout plan, our supplements, so much more. And if you want to um, follow us on the socials, uh, you can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, TikTok. All you got to do is just search PCOS Weight Loss there. And we also have the links in the description of this episode. Woo! 
But with all that said, thank you, everyone. We love you. We hope you have a great rest of your week. And we will be back next week with another episode. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.